Welcome to In the Green Room. I'm Kinga. And I'm Chet. And this is Martin. Welcome, everyone. Yay, welcome back. Yeah, it's been good to be back. Oh, it's so great. We have nice cheers. Cheers. It was a very nice uh, Thanksgiving holiday. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm still thankful. I'm still grateful. Cheers, cheers. To everything and everyone. Woo. So we have, a, we have a special guest in this afternoon. Can you introduce A little her? Mickey D, but but not what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a mouse, Mikey D. <laughs> I don't have big ears. I mean, unless right. you see them under the hair. <laughs> so, Mikey, welcome, and yeah. thanks Thank for you. coming and joining us. And she's all sustainable, and we'll be talking about the entire show. She's got so much she's doing. And uh, where are the grapefruits you're supposed to bring out? <laughs> <laughs> Rushing out for our lunch meeting. Um, right. I forgot them, but next time, for sure. All right, so how did you how did you two meet? It's such a it's a fun story. It, it, um, wait, it's it's really a cool way because yeah. that's the way to be. You know, if you're uh, sending vibes out with smiles, if you're smiling and laughing and mm-hmm. being happy, what do you attract? Mm-hmm. More you attract people like that. More people like that. All right, so you guys were somewhere and someone was laughing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I got so far. Yeah. Um, well, you you have to know what's the restaurant name. Well, let's not say I don't want people to know where I hang oh, out. Oh, that's true yeah. too. Okay, yeah. so, so um, yeah, that was in Mickey D's. Yeah, yeah, it was in yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Story. Yeah. <laughs> Thank well, you, Chuck. Well, thirty thirty second in Lincoln. Um, oh my gosh, it wasn't there. Oh, that's good. Wait, oh, that McDonald's. That's, oh, that's yeah. good. Wait, throw them off. That, that was Indian school. You mean? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, I had an appointment, and usually I go in for like a quick cocktail, like either before or after my appointment, mm-hmm. and um, she can do that and drive her car because she's got a DUI husband, an attorney. <laughs> yes, yes, I do have. That's a, a good a, message to spread. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she well, doesn't some really drunk drink driving drive. is okay. No, she no, doesn't drink and drive. It's, really, it's, just a sip. Seriously, yeah, you can have a couple cocktails. I mean, the tolerance level mm-hmm. is different for everybody. Um, yes. Your weight, your body mass. You know, mm-hmm. you can have a couple drinks. You can have a meal, an appetizer. <laughs> um, you were feasting on soup, which looked really good, and yes. we just started chatting. But it was funny because everybody around us thought. We were like best friends and knew each other. Like, and you guys were just sitting next. We to each were just other. sitting next to each other at the bar, like having conversations, talking about food, talking about this and that, you know. And like, oh, what do you do? Where are you at? You and know? everybody was trying. Your to Your hairstyles are so similar. You look like you could be long lost sisters. We, maybe we I thought sisters. about that too. Yeah, where we look a little bit like yeah, yeah. your sisters. It was yeah. easy to find you in the restaurant today. <laughs> Yes. Well, I say gorgeous and blonde. Oh, long hair. Very easy. Yeah, very, very easy. long hair. Yes. Yeah. Um, and just so you know, she used to do stand up live. So she's a comedian, too. That's not what it's called, stand up live. It That's wasn't. A venue. It wasn't that. As it wasn't that. It, and, and, and the best I got was like some good booby prizes, like, you know, a free meat pass or something, like to the free, meat market. Free like, bacon. Exactly. You know, at the chop shop or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it no, wasn't. no, seriously. She's a comedian. She. Oh, you said you stand up. Yes. Yeah, stand up live. Actual, like, stand up. What's Stand Up Live? That's the same thing. It's a no. venue. Yeah, that's a venue. <laughs> <laughs> she used to do okay. stand up comedy. Live. Comedy. <laughs> comedy <Yeah>. live. <laughs> that's yes. different than stand up live. Well, and I really was just just fascinated by your aura and your passion and your gardening and how you're very into cooking. And she started showing me all these pictures of her garden and, you know, the fact she's so sustainable. She cooks and picks everything from her, you know, the garden. That's amazing. Yeah. So you live out in the east side. You have a pretty good size tract of land where you have an orchard with nine fruit 
and citrus trees. Yep. And then you have an, a garden as well. Yeah, and then I have and a, pool. a grapefruit tree that's the sweetest one. Yes, it should like win competitions, but I don't know if there's one I can enlist in. <laughs> I mean, what kind I've of grapefruit is it called? It's, it's called Oro Blanco, so it's all mm. white. Um, white gold. It, sometimes, yeah, yeah, and then they also sometimes call it like the moon fruit too. Like mm. if you go to certain farmers market and you see the moon ones, fruit. Yeah. Oh, okay. They, the, the, they're not going to be as sweet because they're not my tree. Um, <laughs> right. But, but, I mean, we ship them. We ship them to my in-laws. Mm-hmm. We ship them to, like, you know, kind of our family, friends, and favorites. I mean, they're pretty heavy. You saw how thick the rides oh, are. Yeah. So they weather the storm and everything, and they don't um, they don't get, like, inhabited by any, like, bugs, like, leafy-footed bugs mm-hmm. or anything like that, which, you know, sometimes can happen. Um there's a lot of agriculture out in Gilbert. Oh, they yeah. kind of got rid of a ton of it um, over the years, just building up where we were. Like, mm-hmm. I thought I was too far east, but I'll never be west side. Um, I've always lived, like, in the valley, like Tempe, South Scottsdale, you know. Um, some On of the those... outskirts. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> are these grapefruits, uh, are, are, is the tree thriving right now? Like, Yeah, what? no, it's a completely mature tree. It's all ready to go. Like, this is the, this is the season right now where we start <laughs> picking them off and – I think my daughter has had like three in one sitting before, but I have to kind of stop because you don't need that much citric acid. You know, <laughs> right. you might get a tummy ache after a while because it's naturally sweet, but then there's also the citrus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. that can definitely. Okay, so we want a box. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I bet the juice is just amazing. It's really, really good. So my lemonade is actually um, two lemons and half of a white grapefruit. Oh, okay. A half a cup of sugar and four cups of water. Like that's my magic sauce. Mm-hmm. I mean, Add vodka as necessary, but <laughs> you know, or tequila, whatever your choice is. It's it's really good. It's real natural. You know, we don't use pesticides in our backyard. We do use super very sustainable. Thrive. Yeah, there is like a, a like a stinky bottle of Super Thrive. It's like some old man made it. They sell it at Home Depot, and you just like put it at the base of it, and then you can put citrus feed down. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not spraying our trees with anything. Um, you know, we prune them ourselves. That kind of stuff. Well, I know everybody's trying to improve their immune system right now Mm -hmm. because it's the winter time and one of the best ways you can do that is by eating natural vitamin c Mm -hmm. citrus is probably the best source of that so weren't you saying something about the the strawberry guavas have more it says four times but that's our august fruit okay that's august well chet just gave that tip but i want to give the tip that actually um my sister does it's so smart she has like the clearest skin Mm -hmm. on like her arms and her legs uh is it lemon water before, What's after. wrong with the skin on her face? <laughs> well, it looks good on her face too, but like people get like splotches on their arms and legs. And you can't just put like lemon right on your face. You just can't. Mm-mm. But what she does is <laughs> before you, that's funny, before you take a shower, she takes after juicing a lemon or a grapefruit or eating or, or whatever, she takes the rest of it, the, the, the peel. skin. Yeah, the peel. And she just. Like um, a toner. Yeah, she massages yeah. it on her arms, hmm. her legs, her chest, and everything. And she has, like, no uh, – you know how you get, like, freckles, Blemishes. like, sunspots, right. sunspots and all that? Yeah, and it's very anti-aging. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go buy vitamin C creams, but why not just put vitamin C right <laughs> Right there. It's so smart. Yeah, it is. That's very smart. Especially you're going to throw it away. You might as well – it's a great tip. Well, I've been trying to juice and just, like, put them in ice cubes, too, because you can cook mm-hmm. it – use it for cooking, especially when, like, we start stripping the trees around, like, April and May. You have a lot of May. juice, right? There's, like, okay, we can't use all this. Like, mm-hmm. let's What about limoncello? It. You know, there's only one place that I like their limoncello. 
in the entire state, and that's um, Arrivederci's, and that's the Chandler one, not the Scottsdale one. Not the Scottsdale one. one. Not the, what's it called? Arrivederci's. Oh, it's like an Italian, Italian restaurant. restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, Where's the second location? In Scottsdale somewhere. Mm-hmm. But if you don't like Max, most of them. I like the one Max owns, if he still owns it. I haven't been there in a while. But if you've got lemon trees, you can make that. Yeah, but it's not something that, like, I particularly like, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's not my... It's a little sweet. So do you, like, yeah. freeze a lot of stuff, can a lot of stuff? We don't can anything. Mm-hmm. We freeze. I donate. Um, we used to have some really good friends that owned Pig and Pickle. I don't know if you guys remember that place. Mm-hmm. It was right on Hayden Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I would bring them like, you know, the industrial diaper boxes that yeah, yeah, yeah. like, can hold the like 500. Like I would literally take like hundreds of mm-hmm. lemons and grapefruits there. Um, this is pre COVID obviously right, right, right. when people would accept donations like that, you know, you still have to wash it and everything like that. But, um, yeah, we would give to, even we have a, a sushi restaurant. I won't name drop them because they still exist and that the, the cost of everything is so expensive. Mm-hmm. Like. You well, know, it makes a big but, difference if they get a donation of a whole yes. couple boxes full of something. Yeah, in exchange anyway. for a small bottle of cold sake. There you go. Not that I ever, like, want anything in return. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't hurt. But they're they're um, Korean, and they have this, like, weird thing about, like, they have to, like, return. Oh, do they do soju or do they do sake if they're Korean? Oh, good question. So yeah, there you go. So soju well, I know, is one of my favorite things. I know they're definitely Korean because mm-hmm. I remember my buddy um, at PayPal helped me write a birthday card <laughs> for, <laughs> for them right. for like their, or, or like a mm-hmm. baby card or something like that. And I remember it was like a congratulatory <laughs> thing, and I was like, uh, "Let's go ahead and like you know write it in that language." And they were just like so hard, taken back by it, you know. And this is like a, it's. Some of the best and unique places are like these small mm-hmm. mom and pop, yes. like very, yeah, yes. you know, you can find some Meta really chain. good, yeah, yeah, nuggets like that. Like I'm, I'm not going to raw, you know. But I mean, you know, <laughs> supporting local, supporting your little local place yep. that makes is a being, huge yeah. difference. that's saving the planet one yes. show at a time. time. That is that right? <laughs> it really is. And people don't know that you can really find. The best food at these little spots. Oh, these yeah. little local spots with these great chefs. Well, they have to have amazing food. They have I, to draw yeah. the foodies in versus, mm-hmm. you know, an Applebee's or a Raw or, you know, these huge corporate things, which do fine. I'm not not anything against them. But it's like the Beckett's local. Like Beckett's Table. Have you been there? No. Mm-mm. Yep. Beckett's Table. Yep. Lots of I thought you don't want to shout out the places you like to go. <laughs> well, that one's far enough away that I didn't go there. Thank you. As much. Thank you. As much. Well, I can't. Drive there mm. often because you know I usually Uber and that's too far. So back at table, you can go there. Smart move to Uber. <laughs> so, Mikey, you've you, we we had lunch earlier and you talked a little bit about kind of your sustainability. You know what you do. You do a lot for your kids. Yep. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Like what the nonprofits? That yeah, you're the doing. nonprofits. Yeah, yeah. So as kids, as everybody knows, kids grow really fast. Yeah, and yeah. I come from the youngest of ten, so like I've always had hand me downs, mm-hmm. and that was like most of the time it was dirty clothes, but. Um, <laughs> You know, I was kind of out of rotation, you know, mm-hmm. four girls, five boys, and then me. So right. it's like, it, I'm wearing boys' clothes. But um, in my mm-hmm. kind of upbringing, like, I, we were middle class, mm-hmm. still, mm-hmm. you know, surviving and thriving in a mm-hmm. sense. Um, with my daughters, like, I donate their stuff. Like, I feel it's more powerful to, like, see that and, and be the change that you can see. So you can actually, like, go to places and be involved in volunteerism and stuff like that. Like, it's it goes farther. Like, my time is money anyways. Mm-hmm. Like... 
you can see me on the phone like doing deals, you know, because that's my tiny computer everywhere I go. But um, to stand in, you know, an actual like, you know, food bank or, you know, a general store that they have that's purely, you know, built off of mm-hmm. donations, um, it's definitely like a reflective of like, you know, your true empathy and like right. your, uh, being like a true person of like, you know, being able to see people and, you know, and then and a lot of them. It's hands on. Yeah. And, and a lot on. of them couldn't speak a lot of English either. Mm-hmm. So, so there was that barrier because I'm not bilingual, but at the same time, like I could understand them to a point, Sure. Um, you know, for what they were looking for, what they needed, you know, um, if they needed like a certain size of shoe or something mm-hmm. like that. And, um, this one organization, Nourish Phoenix, they've been around for 40 years. So What is it called? Nourish Phoenix. Nourish. Yeah, like you're going to nourish Phoenix. the soul. You're going to mm-hmm. nourish your body. Um, so and food is medicine. That. Food is medicine. So okay. um, you are what you eat. You know, if you intake bad stuff um, and toxicity, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what outcome are you going to get? You know, eczema and ulcers and all those types of things. But Lose your eyesight. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Too much sugar. Um, too much sugar. Yeah. So they their food bank is mostly supplied by St. Mary's. Um, Cheers so to it's that. a pantry. <laughs> um, He's talking. Or the, she's talking. The pantry, you know, so people get to go to the pantry once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get to shop in the actual store like once a month, you know, and then each individual in their family gets like three items. So it could be like pajamas, toys, you know, all that stuff. So Where I, is actually, it located? It's on Grant and Ninth. And why and okay. are you guys paying attention? Chad, are you paying attention to the fact that it's hands-on? So when she goes there and brings her stuff, she sees the kids that are taking – you explain. Yeah, yeah. She sees the kids that are grabbing her stuff. Well, Mm -hmm. you definitely have to volunteer. You have to sign up to volunteer there. But Mm -hmm. you can always donate there. Like they do have a bin that you can donate to if you don't want to like see that real time. Because they do manage like 200 to 300 people in a very short time frame. So people are coming in constantly. So you're moving around. You're taking more inventory from like the donation intake where people are sorting things. That's why it's like anything you donate needs to be in like a box or bag. Um, they don't want like free hanging stuff, whatever. They even take like small appliances. I think I gave them a microwave, mm-hmm. you know, like an old toaster. Um, that the biggest thing that they needed when I was there was linens. So the next time I went to my mm. house, I was like, "We're getting all rid of these linens. <laughs> We're getting all rid of these towels, you know, because like they need some of those essentials." And so they're lining up outside, and they they, they come but in. She and sees they get the them. people that yeah, are that grabbing sounds these. Very things. satisfifying because you're. We're literally getting to watch it happen yeah, in real yeah. time. And we're not going to divulge the, the other um, place that you can donate to because it's not nonprofit. And they're ma- all the CEOs are making a lot of money. In fact, yeah. we looked up how much some of these CEOs yeah. are making. But this place, there's none of that. So keep yeah. going. Well, similar to the restaurants, right? It's the small nonprofits that are really doing li- doing the heavy lifting. Yeah. Or even just transferring over, like, mm-hmm. all of the donation. like. Anything, um, you know, if it's time, you know, if people are donating money, you don't really know, like, how much of that dollar is actually getting, like, right. to the individuals mm-hmm. that need it the most. If it's a product, you can kind of see where it's going um, real time mm-hmm. in one of these situations because there's a lot of places here um, that are that are helping out people. You know, they'll take entire furniture sets, mm-hmm. you know. They'll take all kinds of things just to be able to house people in Section 8, you know, to be able to... to find them some kind of living. Um, the other one is the um, Phoenix Dream Center. And that one focuses more so on victims. Phoenix Dream Center. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And that one focuses more on human trafficking mm -hmm. and those victims and th finding them housing and supplies. Mm. So the other one is like a more all-encompassing, like any migrants, any people that are living on the streets, anybody in this Phoenix area um, that are coming or even that know of it, because they can come from all over the valley. Mm -hmm. they so don't homeless, have to. basically. Yeah, absolutely. Or almost homeless. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I even saw, you know, a couple people on, you know, motorized scooters mm -hmm. with dogs. You know, they were mm. on like little, not not Vespas. What are they called? The little electric scooters. <laughs> little electric yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like, I mean, obviously, like, they um, are paraplegic. And mm -hmm. so they're on a scooter mm -hmm. and they're riding in there and they've got their dog and they're, you know, just shopping. Like, maybe they need a blanket or maybe they need a sweater because it's getting cold outside now. Right. Um, you know, like I said, pillows. They were asking for a lot of stuff. There was, like, nothing. And everything's free for them. Everything's free for them. They just, they're basically regulated and limited by like how often they can go and like mm -hmm. how many items per family member they have. So if there's a family of eight, you're getting 24 items. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you're immediately getting okay. three items and then you add on the couple pairs of shoes. So, um, so yeah. Donating and the second uh, was called Dream... The Phoenix Dream Center. And that helps the... That helps um, human trafficking victims that have basically come into that system. Um, and that one hasn't been around as long. It's only been around 21 years versus the 40. Um, but that one is a huge focus with what you see what's going on in today. You know, mm -hmm. there's more and more of it because when you have more migrants, you have more people that are going to get trafficked in that situation. Um, they're going to be like fall victim to certain circumstance, mm -hmm. you know, just uh, traveling and not having any means and trying to get somewhere and, and you know, being fooled or, you know, coyoted or something, you know, right, right. in a situation. So and there's there's de there's definitely a lot of those victims here, I think, as a border state. Mm -mm. So well, we're just a, we're a transitional state anyway. I mean, we're people. There's very few natives here. Most people have come from somewhere transplant, else. Transplant, yeah. Transplant, melting so, yeah. pot. I mean, yeah. what what's appropriate to say now? Yeah, you know? melting pot's good. Yeah, <laughs> you have to be careful about that too. Um, about how you how you say things. But mm -hmm. I think so. How does somebody like check get involved? It's, they have websites, you know, it's really just like what you're passionate about. Like if you want to volunteer, um, you know, if you want to, if you have stuff that mm -hmm. like you don't want to sell or you don't think it'll sell, because that's another thing too. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not going to shame anybody for getting on, you know, Facebook Marketplace or something and selling their stuff, you know, like I've just never really been good at that. I forget they're coming over my house and then I'm like, who's at the doorbell? <laughs> I just, I'm kind of scared. I'm like, oh my God, somebody's at my house. And like, and then you have to transaction with somebody at your house too. It's like, can yeah. you meet somewhere? And then it's really dodgy. Um, I'd much, much rather just donate it. Like it's, I agree. Yeah. I don't need to make the money. We, we've been pretty well off. Like we're not like super affluent or anything, but um, we've made some really good financial decisions in our life. I mean, it's not to say that I didn't make mistakes long longer ago <laughs> but i've you recovered from those and you know, made better decisions you know um and you know definitely set myself up but it's just really you know what you're interested in um and then finding those nuggets because mm -hmm. i mean there's boys and girls club there's there's all kinds of places okay. there's you know the big so i want to go through my my whole uh, all my clothes my closets yeah and see what i can donate and then maybe we can make a trip with you yeah absolutely to that'd donate. be great yeah does that sound good do you have anything you can donate? Um, yeah, I'm always trying to, you know, reduce my mm -hmm. closet and get rid of stuff that I'm not going to use because hopefully someone else will use it. Exactly. Because every piece of clothing has a limited lifespan. Might as well get it into someone's hands that 
is actually, actually wear it. Right. Yeah, or the yeah. less is more. I mean, there's some stuff that was really dusty. <clears throat> you know that closet smell mm-hmm. when it's been like shoved in the back. There's so many miss me dreams. <laughs> like, exactly. When, when something has gone into the I'm not going <laughs> to wear this anymore category, why are you well, keeping it? I don't know. It? Yeah. Yeah. You're literally no taking sense. up space yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> Either give it to a friend or donate it to a place like Yeah. Uh, no. So they're, they're definitely Nourish gonna, is what it was called? Yeah. Okay, Nourish cool. Phoenix. Yep. Nourish Phoenix. Yeah. It's and really other, not far from here. Like, why can't I remember the other name? Dream. Let's see if you know. Dream what? <laughs> I don't know. Dream what? It's Phoenix Dream Center. Phoenix Dream Center. I think she remembered it. For sure. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, okay. I'm saying I didn't remember it. I said I couldn't remember what it's called. Well, I have an, a washer and dryer that works perfectly that's... Um, On its last leg or something, too? No. Okay. No, I works. wanted a stackable one. Oh, okay. And I, I don't know, I got talked into putting it in my garage to set it up in the garage, but I'm never going to set it up. So it, it's like brand new, and I want to get rid of it, and it's. I've been trying to see if some people will come and take it to sell it, but... There's Nobody also an org for that one, too, up, then. Yeah. So. I mean, oh, for appliances? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it, I think it's more of, um, it's like my sister's house. I, I, I'd have to look up the name to it. My one friend is more way on the east side, but she gets, like, a letter from, like, the president, like, every year. Wow. Because she donates, sorry, she donates uh, a lot of, like, actual mm-hmm. in-house stuff, like mm-hmm. furniture and stuff <clears throat> like that. Because, again, they are, like, outfitting these homes sure. for them. So that would be some place that you would take, like, an appliance that size. Mm-hmm. See, if everybody's talking from way Unless you had here, a niece or nephew that And I'm talking way, way up here, <laughs> then I sound the loudest. And when I go back to listen, I'm like, oh, my gosh, why is that not adjusted? <laughs> I'm sorry. My, I, I have a projectile so voice anyway, so I thought I was talking loud enough. Did you hear that, like, Gabe? I want all our voices to sound the same. I don't want to sound the loudest. <laughs> Anyway, you are doing so much for Arizona, for this local, um, you know, our our poor and our homeless, because you're always donating, you're always taking your stuff there, and you're looking for more, and you're also encouraging others. I mean, that's why we got to be friends. You were telling me about all the good you're doing. I'm like, you sound like you're perfect for the show. <laughs> and that's what it's about, making new friends mm-hmm. and being spreading that awareness, because, you know... We all get busy. We all get caught up. But it's like, take the time to think of others. And that's what you're doing. And so um, that's why I was excited about her. And the next time you um, are wanting to donate to somebody or something, make Mm -hmm. sure you're doing it to a cause that is, you know, really helping, you know, something local like the Phoenix Dream Center. Because, um, you know, I'll be walking down the street and I'll want to give or I'll give. I'll even do it sometimes. I'll give $10 to that guy that's standing on the corner. But then after the fact, I'm like, he might just be going to go buy a six-pack with that. But if you donate to somewhere like Phoenix Dream Center, you know that money's getting used for the right cause. Right. Exactly. There's no mystery. Yep. So right. I think it's the best way to, you know, donate back to the cause. Either donating money to a, you know, charity or nonprofit like that or donating time. Um, I'd say those are the two best ways. Agree. I completely yeah. agree. So you don't only do local stuff. You were telling us oh, that yes. you've gotten your daughters into an interesting program. Yeah. So there is another one um, for Children's International. Mm-hmm. So um, right now we are sponsoring a young girl named Mary for How the whole she? year. She's five. Um, and she speaks English and another um, foreign language. And she lives where? In Africa. Okay. Okay. And so she is going to be getting like a year of our dollar. Mm-hmm. So a dollar a day for a year, um, which is going to help towards school supplies, some of her housing stuff. She lives in a family of four. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she lives 
like in a cement block, basically. There's not a ton of stuff there. So hopefully they'll be able to give her some stuff. Um, her birthday's coming up, and I think I missed the deadline to be able Mary. to— but it, to send something to Africa, it's going to take, like, three weeks. But I definitely want to send her, like, a birthday card. Mm-hmm. Um, and there'll be a pen pal situation where my daughters will get to, like, have a friend in another country who they get to help out and kind of just, like, understand and tr- try to, you know, you know, mold them mm-hmm. into being caring people who want to do this in their future. That's so amazing because it sounds like a good way to teach perspective, too, of, like, really teaching your kids that they – have so many things that you guys are helping to uh, send those supplies. Well, so, and it also a lot of things it, we take for granted. Yeah, and a dollar a day is a huge difference there. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so that yeah. just tells you, like, puts it totally into perspective. Yeah. So, so, and then they also with this organization too, like you have a different demographic to choose from. Um, they don't out them when they're 18. So they really do try to develop a skill set for them and help them launch so that they're not so impoverished, like when they do become like youth adults mm-hmm. and then on to it, you know. Right. They don't their... abandon them at 18 like our systems our system. usually do. Yeah. Hey, I was one of those people, not like literally in the system, but I felt like I was out at like 17, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. living in an apartment, riding my bike. To high school, then to my job at Walgreens, and then back home, and it was it was crazy. But at the same time, like we are built this weird society where it's like, hey, you can either help them launch, or mm-hmm. you know, you kick them out and you see how they do, sink or swim. Right, um, right. But now I think everyone's living with their parents, right? I mean, well, I think it's amazing <laughs> that you are showing your kids um, to help others at such. They are what five and six, six and eight, six and eight. So that's. Really young, and to start them at that age to be caring about others, and let and it's tangible because they they see a picture of Mary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're they're getting to correspond with Mary and hear about all the good things that she gets to, uh, you know, the food and whatever she's receiving from this dollar a day. That's huge to her. I mean, it, this is really a big deal. You yeah. know, I'm really um, wanting to spread the word about this. What what is it called? Children's International. Children's International. Chet, what do you have to say about that? I just totally agree that anybody who has kids, or even if you don't have kids, it's still an amazing um, cause to donate to. So, I, Chet, I, I saw something brewing. You were going to say something funny to make but <laughs> No, that's all I in saw, your head. <laughs> I saw something brewing. Oh. But anyway, so what, <laughs> what else do you plan on doing in the future? You've got these three big things going on. Do you have, you, you have your sights set on anything else? You know, there was a time when I was interested in doing my own nonprofit mm-hmm. um, for autistic youth. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because there is a very, very large number. It's of, growing. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I think absolutely. 20 years ago, it was one in 66. Now it's one in 44 or something like that. It, it, no, the numbers boys. might even be more than yeah. that. Yeah, Um one of my What's siblings. Why? They you know, they, they don't. don't know. They don't pinpoint anything anymore. Yes. They speculate a lot about certain mm-hmm. things. Um, but the point and cause and like the root of all of that, you know, they're never going to just single one thing out, mm-hmm. one contributor factor. Could, could it be all the chemicals and the food? It could absolutely be chemicals on the food. It's probably what it is. It's these forever chemicals. Forever chemicals, yeah. The chemicals in your skin care and your hair care. Oh, absolutely. You know, what you're putting on your toilet seat. Yeah. Well, even our food. Our food is different than it was when we were growing up. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, even when you do, when Chet was growing scented. up, it's different. I mean, what about you're in the? Okay, this bugs me so bad. You're in a uh, you know restroom at some restaurant or the mall or wherever you are, and you hear this puff sound, and it's this puff sound of this like air freshener that comes out, mm-hmm. and it just reeks of this <laughs> all chemicals. Like I just get Ugh. yeah, and you can get I, and you get neural. Do you guys know what I'm that? talking about? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Oh it's, yeah, it's all fake. It's mm-hmm. all chemicals, and you can't. You know, you're in your stall. What do you do? You can't get mm-hmm. out of there quickly. So you have to. You're like, going to have a fit when you find out about Febreze. <laughs> no, right. yeah. no kidding. Yeah. It's a full company. All they do is sell it. Yeah. Well, it's same with cam- cam- uh, candles, too. You will definitely have to, like, look at what kind mm-hmm. of. Um, what's one I like? The Joe jo- jo Malone is a really good fragrance. Oh, that's a really good one. And it's all essential oil. And they're, they're lower on that toxicity, mm-hmm. but they still are up there. And that candle's like $90. Right. <laughs> but you're basically paying to, like, suck that into your brain mm-hmm. because you want that smell. So you have to be very, like, okay, let's go soy candles with, you know, the oils, like yes. you're saying. Like, yes. get, it, get it at the farmer's market, you know, those types of things. Don't buy, you know, the big corporate America stuff that's mm-hmm. been like, you know, processed and, processed and, and, and they're shaking hands with every lobbyist and FDA person. <laughs> Is it called Febreze, that thing that goes puff in this whole, you see this? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's some, air freshener yeah, Febreze. Yeah, air freshener what, I mean, Febreze specific. <laughs> just discovering Febreze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't buy it. I don't know what it's called, but I just know when I'm at certain, not the places I go to, not my favorite places don't mm-hmm. have that. They would never have that. But sometimes I might be at like a cheesecake factory or something and you'll hear the puff. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so what what um, interests you in the autistic community? Um, just that they age out of like a schooling and like a center and like somewhere to go. Like um, there's some really cool establishments. There was the not your typical deli. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really cool. They basically employed. Um, autistic youth Mm -hmm. and they had really good food too but they now I think are just like a food truck that travels around typically Um, and then there there was one that I saw in Florida it was a car wash that was really Mm -hmm. cool I mean there's enough car washes here but it's it's Sunshine State like everybody's gonna want to Radisson Hotel has a has a program I've got a, a, a young friend that's in the program and just doing extremely well Okay. He's out. Of, he's eighteen. He's out of high school. Uh, you know, it's a work work program. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out what he likes, what he can and can't do. Because there's certain things he can do. There's certain things that he can't do. That's amazing. And um, I think it's um, every ten weeks they switch to a different department, so they get to experience all the different aspects of a hotel. And then when they're done, mm-hmm. they figure out what they can do the best, and then that's kind of where they. That's they really go, neat, Radisson. Is, okay, yeah. yeah. So why do them. you have a family member? I do. Okay. I do. Um, you don't have to divulge who it yeah, is. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, he he, he just turned 30. And he was working for Grayson. that make They make dog treats for a mm-hmm. long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like that at one point it's just an adult daycare. And yeah. it's not, it's mm-hmm. not like good for their minds, their bodies. Mm-hmm. And then there's so much on the spectrum. So he's like super social and mm-hmm. very developed and very functioning. And there's certain things that he really likes to do more than other things, right? So how would you know he's autistic? Like what? Like Yeah, well, he was diagnosed a very long time mm-hmm. ago. Um, but I mean, what are the characteristics? Um, uh, Some characteristics, again, this is, you know, uh-huh. just... They don't like to be touched, mm-hmm. uh, hugged. Um, they have uh, neural-like sounds where if they could be... Like there's too much synergy, too much noise that that can affect them mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. they can get really antsy from that um sometimes they don't recognize facial expressions 
Um, mm. they, they can't tell whether someone's happy or sad. You can show them picture after picture after picture, and they can't tell you what emotion they're going through. They just don't have that mm. ability. Yeah. yeah. Is it almost a little bit like um, like no emotion? No. Oh, no. They got no, plenty of emotion. No, no. no. Okay. Jill hung up on me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not getting a Christmas tree for a couple of weeks because it's going to die. Like, and I, I don't have like a fake and one. He and he wanted right, and, one right yeah, now. Yeah, he wanted to like go this weekend. I'm like, Joe, we'll go in like a couple of weeks. That way I can live, you know? Like, and we'll Oh, yeah. Only it. have your Christmas tree for about a week. I had a friend whose whole house burned down. Oh, Wendy, goodness. you know, my friend Wendy, mm-hmm. uh, her best friend last year, their whole house burned down. Because the tree was like too dry, two weeks old, too dry, and they went to light the match for the fireplace. It was too close, and the little spark went off, and they they had to get out of the house. It, it just mm-hmm. it just blows up. Okay, it no fireplace. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no burning candles in my house either. <laughs> Pretty solid there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be. Really, and I'll, I actually I'll send you guys the pictures of the because I said I want to send this to my kids. So they can see her. I'll send it right now. A little fire marker bill. That's know? right. Right. No, but you, you, so again, um, I feel like there mm-hmm. there's just not enough out there mm-hmm. for them. Um, some of the things that he really likes to do is like set the table. I think he'd be good at like, you know, that prep work at restaurants before mm-hmm. they open. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and setting the table like and he likes to socialize. But then, you know, he gets a little too close. Like. He's at that age yeah. where he's like, hey, you know, kind of in your face, wants mm-hmm. to be your friend. I mean, he has his favorite restaurants that he goes to. Everybody's super nice to him. They know him. Right. Uh-huh. You know, he walks around. Um, he, he's well, had Anybody his... that's not nice to somebody with special needs. Bad person. He, yeah. Needs yeah. to like, go <laughs> yeah. get some counseling. Need to go somewhelling. Yeah. Needs yeah. to go get some counseling. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's how I judge if I'm going to date somebody. Oh, I, it's how I, they I'm, act. I, I'm, to... I'm friends with uh, somebody that has some special needs. And I watch how people treat mm-hmm. this friend of mine. Yeah. It and is. then I know, you know, yeah. I have a friend named Jerry and he is worth all the money in the world. And he's so nice to her. Mm-hmm. And he is like so special to her. This says a lot about his character. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheer- here's to Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see if that ever takes off. If I could maybe... I had a business plan written up. Mm-hmm. Um, I just never launched it. It's a lot of work. It is. It Nonprofits is. Nonprofits are even more work than it, for anytime profits. you. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> you also want to have your own business, you're working harder and longer than anybody else. Yeah. Well, and then you add all of the friend that was on the show a mm-hmm. couple of weeks ago, and um, she has a med spa, and she does a lot to help uh, autistic children a- at a younger age. With some medicines that she hmm. anyway, we'll, we'll talk about it. So we'll here's show. maybe we'll include you. This is yeah. a weird sidebar, but up in Cave Creek, there mm-hmm. was a med spa and bar. It's a bar, okay. So you can go in and you can get wine and whiskey, and they, there's a restaurant and everything. But they have a med spa attached. I thought, what a great idea. So are they giving you like IVs when you need one, or are they they're giving doing, you facials? Like, they're doing facials. What are they doing? They're, they're doing like, Botox. They're rebalancing you. Yes. Yeah, uh, IV while you're drinking. Yeah. Uh, like, I know, right? Multitasking. <laughs> Multitasking. Yeah, that's like Vegas, right there. That's, that's, it's that's, very Vegas. That's it Vegas. is very Vegas. Um, yeah. No. I mean, I could see how that. But it. So how did you meet your husband? I love the story. Tell everybody. I love it. It's a cool story. Wait, she was right in the middle of uh, responding to that. Yeah, but though. it's just about med spa. <laughs> it was, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> a driving what? ticket. Yep. Driving ticket. Yep. So you had a driving ticket, mm-hmm. and he had a ticket, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So you know, the, when you get a ticket and you have to go to one of those classes, don't it's say eight no, hours. You, eight eight hours sitting, sitting mm-hmm. with someone, eight sitting with a group of people. Well, nowadays you could take like an hour and a half class, like mm-hmm. online. You don't have to show up anywhere. Things are much but you different. You did show up, and he pulled up. Yes, and you guys met. Yeah. So hold on, you met during that class, mm-hmm. and was he already a DUI attorney? No, he had just passed, um, or he just finished law school, and he was just about to take the bar. Okay. I shouldn't say DUI attorney, because he also does criminal law. Yeah, it's all encompassing. It's like... Yeah. (laughs) Criminal law. So so he was not a criminal lawyer yet. Nope. He worked at a golf course at like 4 a.m. So did you ask him out, or did he ask you out? He asked me out. What are you talking about? You're you're a pretty bold young lady. I'm not going to make any assumptions. Did you sit right next to him and flirt with him, or what happened? No, no. I think we started talking over cookies, because they had like cookies. (laughs) And it was like, okay, what's your favorite cookie? And I was like, I don't know, dude. Like, a chocolate chip. And he's like, oh, my mom makes the best oatmeal chocolate chip. And I'm like... Oatmeal. Mm. Ah. How cute. He sounds like mm. something hurt. Oh, he's a grown-up skater boy. Okay. <laughs> he really is. And so have you had these so-called uh, oatmeal chocolate chips? Oh, absolutely. And do you like My them? kids are basically mm-hmm. gorging on them right now. They're amazing. Okay, yeah. was, was your uh, class where you guys could vote on if you guys wanted to take more breaks or have a shorter class? Because my last, um, cl- well... Only one and only class I had. One of your many driving then, classes. Yeah. Oh. My last class was so annoying. That's why we Uber, right? It was, no, it was during a playoffs game. Mm-hmm. And everybody, it was like during, I don't know, it wasn't World Series. It was during the Super, it was the day of the Super Bowl. Okay. And um, literally everybody voted to like go check on the game and have more breaks. I'm like, what? No, Just that's take lame. take care of this. And then Let's we get say out. goodbye. That's right. So it lasted so long. Anyway. No, no, this lasted like the full amount of time. And I think the biggest takeaway was like the, the the driving like crash video that they like make you watch. Red as, like, asphalt a scare, is, is like what a, they used to make yeah, us watch. It, it's like as like a scare tactic. Mm-hmm. Like scared straight. It, like, look what could happen. But I love and that, it's like a semi mean, taking out like a small like, you know. I feel like you've car. Like I can't even think of a car right now. When you see that, I I like that part. Like a Prius. There you go. It's something tiny. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Taking out a Prius. Why do you have to make it a happy story? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on! You you sound like you drive like a big truck. That was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Just making fun of the stereotype that Priuses are annoying. Okay, show us some comedy. You do stand up comedy. He's a little comedy. Well, you just comedy. stepped on that joke pretty hard, so that was funny timing. <laughs> well, I, I, it's funny, though, talking about, like, actually Ubers and stuff. Has anybody done the Waymo, the Jaguar one yet? No. I won't do them. I I don't want to support, you know. AI? You don't yeah, want to support re- a robot? Well, it's replacing human jobs. It really is. I don't know. They took your jobs. Yeah, I know. So what are you saying? You're saying the one that has no driver? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's it. a Jaguar. And you got to ride my Jag on the way over here. So that was pretty, amazing. It's pretty I mean, deluxe. I would take one. I think human error is bigger than what a machine would do. Yeah. But yeah. the whole entire system for the automated ones could all collapse at once, and then the whole entire the system would be vulnerable. <laughs> the fi- oh, let's not worry about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we shouldn't worry about well, that's just the like- structure of society crumbling all based on one. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking why about, would we worry about, I love our new overlords. Yeah, I mean, but if you think about it, you just can't take it with you 100 years from now. I mean, yeah, I Cheers. mean, I'm a big fan of Terminator. Yes, I could see some of that stuff definitely happening. Um, you know, where robots are coming in and doing stuff. I mean, we've already moved we so already far. We've moved so far, like, 
medically, technology wise, mm-hmm. to you. be able to, you know, endoscopies and colonoscopies and all these things that people need. They don't have to cut open your body. Yeah, they, they can, can just go in and yep, yep. Well, uh, but right now there's still a doctor operating that machine. I will never want to choose, or I will never elect to have a. Robot doctor. You're not going to have a Waymo operate that medical yeah. procedure. You You're can not going to have a Jaguar. We're right around the corner from. We're right around the corner from every job potentially being automated. And well, if you don't know that, then you don't understand how advanced AI is right now. Then you have to also work on your skill sets, then, bud. <laughs> oh, I like that. You're going to have like. I mean, things that aren't tangible like that, like where it's like, okay, relationship managers, like building relationships with people. You're not going to be able to automate that. Like having a network and a social engineering, like us meeting randomly. They're automating therapy. Therapy is automated now, (laughs) which is a similar thing. The way we bonded. Look at this bond. All forms of art are now automated. There's (laughs) AI-generated music. AI-generated videos. Every single job. Too. Okay, but there's something good about that. You're the most skilled jobs in society, so Have that's an ignorant statement. Of... Hold on. If you don't think musicians here. are skilled, then... <laughs> they are very much skilled, and they are doing stuff with copyright. Just yeah. so you could themselves. train an AI to learn every instrument in less time it would take a human to learn one master one instrument. So how are you supposed to compete with that? Hold on. There's a new AI Work on your skills? That the Beatles... No. Okay, hold on. There's no way to compete with that. Silence. <laughs> you want to have both in to talk? <laughs> There's a new AI song that the Beatles mm-hmm. uh, reconstructed. That you mean that the AI reconstructed? You mean yes, yes. The Beatles are most. I'm not saying that. you don't have a point. It's just that you, yes. it's the part. A lot of it is pr- pretty far off. I don't know how old you are, but I mean nobody's going like with 20s. a U-Haul behind their hearse like you really just can't take it with you so like you make the best out of what you can and the oh, quality well, of life music, that you have i'm in music production and i've been in it for seven years and the advancements in ai for somebody who hasn't started it yet they're already screwed they already have zero chance, chance of- so think of that mm-hmm. people like your kids if they want to become music producers they're gonna have zero chance if they have to compete with ai that's available right now that, that's kind of like the 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 influencers too that are animated they're completely animated, and they're making way money, more money than my husband. But they're not making a, a real boy. product. A- no, the AI artists will be making that's true. real art, and so I, that's I'm, that's just it's big. competition. Mm-hmm. But it's something that you won't be able to compete with because it can learn thousands of times faster than humans. Yeah, so but in, in the Fifth Element, wouldn't I just want to hit the button and some fried chicken come out? <laughs> I don't or know. Or like put on that makeup mask. But here's the thing: but realistically, AI, it's something though. if we don't regulate. Mm-hmm. Every single job, every single job is going to be under threat. But it's also garbage in, garbage out. There, the AI is only as good as the people who programmed it. True. Um, The coders and 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 the data that it's skill set, like having um, that coding ability, doing back end or front end. There's all sorts of like that's the people I recruit for. Right, that's what I do for a living. Yeah, there are plenty of new AI programs. There's all sorts of stuff, and and. I think that's good because I think people need it. I think that will give at, it will give what I do acts uh, people who need it more and who can't afford it. It'll give them more access. But I'm going to be coaching the people who write the AI. I'm going to be coaching the people who run the AI. Like it, it's it's just changing the well. The point you make is accurate that it is just a tool, mm-hmm. but. The per- a person using a tool for the wrong reasons can be very devious, especially if the tool is extremely powerful. Absolutely. So all it takes right now is basically <laughs> somebody side. who wants to utilize AI to become successful 
for the wrong reasons. All they have mm-hmm. to do is know how to use that AI. Agreed. So right now, let's continue using music production because it's the one I've thought about the most because mm-hmm. it's my job that's you know under threat. Um, but somebody could literally come through and use the right AI, the right tool to create songs that are totally based off of replicating a few cer- certain acts. Like you could have the AI analyze songs from the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. Analyze all the top number one songs and create a new number one song. Exactly. Kind of craft work. Like all but of it was electronic anyways. Like, so it shows the person has zero <laughs> skill. All they know how to use is the tool. And they there could be massive uh, ramifications from it. Mm-hmm. And so it goes to show you if the tool isn't regulated, a lot of people's jobs and very skilled people who would have been musicians and creative people, they just aren't even going to want to be able to, they're not even going to want to go into it because they're competing against something they cannot beat. But hold on. Individualism, if you can't beat though. It, join him. Why would you not? But if you're passionate no, about hold something. On. But why can't you try to do an AI song and because, see how it turns out? Because isn't part of the human experience doing stuff? That's the whole point. If we don't regulate stuff, humans are not going to be doing anything. I think what anymore. you're going to find, though, is we're that gonna we're going to get tool. we're going to see more and more niche type things. We're we're going to see AI is going to take care of like the broad general stuff, but it's going to be a long time before you know AI is going to be hitting these niche industries or niche jobs. Well, like, a song was just nominated for a Grammy that AI created. Okay, what yeah. song? It was, it was that uh, weekend remix, but that the vocals were AI generated. Mm-hmm. But the the Grammys said that they were still gonna basically allow it to be nominated because a human wrote the lyrics. Right. But AI took the actual mm-hmm. sound out of weekend songs and recreated right. that. Well, and no, there's th- gonna be a place for that. But then then. The Grammys but that's may all... have to evolve and change. And then the Grammys might not be as important as they are. But it's also a nomination that could have gone to a person who actually recorded and sang that live. Uh, which no is what's dis- which is what my mm-hmm. whole point is. Right. Well and it's a great you're, point. Yeah. And, and you you're saying the, the same awareness is important. It is. It, and it's it, something we've talked about on the show mm-hmm. before. So I don't which want we to love beat to, a dead no, horse. We love talking about but it. it's just a really big issue that we nobody talks about. So what it, can your husband find some criminal activity with this <laughs> <laughs> with your deed? No, no, no. But like you said, it has to be regulated to a point mm-hmm. where you no, know? of course it's criminal if it, they're trying. It's to not criminal until no, so they far. write bills about it, until they pass laws about it. It's not criminal. You and have to have a law about something mm-hmm. to make to criminalize exactly. It. And both and sides, and both sides understand. have so far mostly basically just given the green light to AI, um, basically be- becoming as powerful as possible. Like I remember. Back in like 2016 or 17, uh, they allowed for AI to start being implemented in the trucks. Like I think by like 2026, all of the trucks in the United States are going to be powered by AI drivers. So that's like three million jobs right there down the. Okay, tubes. hold on. I yesterday met with the C- the founder of Swift. So let's do a show with him and see. What's happening his, with that? His thoughts see, on it. See his thoughts. There was Let's another industrial trucking company who um, bankrupt or be- went belly up, and they were basically expediting all of their stuff. And like, one of my brothers is a truck driver, mm-hmm. so like, that would be one time for him to like capitalize on some of this inventory and stuff of those mm-hmm. things. Um, I can't remember what name it was. It was like a yellow one, but. 
they would definitely be someone that you'd want to talk to. But I mean, it's kind of like with the cars and electronics. Like I had my car in the shop and I got like a brand new Honda to like drive around before they had my car in the shop. And I love Honda. I had a Honda for like 10 years. It was my favorite car. And Mm literally it was like so high tech it was like wouldn't let me hit a lane even though I had my blinker on and I was like going over the line and it was like adjusting me and I was like stop trying to control me I'm driving here you know and it was like safety break so like true. I love and that. and yes. so like the technology is it is slowly trying to take over and take out like that human error but I think but we there's a no. there's a part where it does override like, it definitely overrides no. that time where it's just like cuz I have who's, my who's my, operating I, here? I see something like that it's a little bit of help that makes sense but totally giving all control yeah that doesn't make sense okay so hold on no Um, matter what happens in this world with the ai and these cars that are you know no drivers i'm going to be driving my porsches because i love to drive (laughs) so you guys can all be the followers i'm going to be the leader let's be leaders we're here saving the planet one one show show at a time. time but it's not over how many minutes do we have gabe we have seven minutes seven minutes so this is such great content because I think that everybody has to think about you know a lot of people just like go on with their routine and their mm-hmm. daily life well a lot of people just order busy. the Waymo and they don't even think about that's true if they're giving the money to a driver or that's if true. they're giving money to the big corporation who's investing in the AI here. and so Let's every see. every single decision we have we can choose okay. to support uh you know small local business and you know people who are doing jobs or we can choose to support big corporations who don't have the little guy in mind. Every single dollar we spend, we can choose to do one of those two things. And that's how we're being uh, caring about the planet because we're being good to society. We're being good to each other mm-hmm. by paying attention to where we're spending our dollar. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Voting with your dollar. And that's like Voting how so dollar. many people will complain about Jeff Bezos being all evil, but then they go home to their Amazon Prime and <laughs> order five things. It's I have like, never ordered from Amazon. Yay. That's really? actually, that is I've awesome. Never, You've never, never ordered. Never, never. That's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. I've never ordered from Amazon. So, because I know it's not good for I try to go into local stores mm-hmm. and buy stuff as much as I can. I the only well, time I'll buy something online is if I can't get it in If a you store. can't find it. And here's another thing, too, though. If you do shop Amazon, you're not always going to get the lesser price. You could find it somewhere cheaper mm-hmm. in, in-house. Um, because a lot of Amazon was built on people just selling. It was like mm-hmm. an eBay platform where, like, they were yeah. basically, you know, and they have all their ratings. And so they're buying stuff and marking it up and selling it. Mm-hmm. So you're not always getting the best price. You're, mm-hmm. you're you know, filling somebody else's pockets. And then you're, you know, destroying the economy because of how much they traffic everything everywhere. When you're shopping local, when you're shopping American and you're shopping with the little local business, the boutiques, you are really <laughs> helping our planet and each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no question about it. And, you know, right now with all that's going on, we have to really be pro America and um, speak pro America and shop local and support American products and not be shopping. You know, and donating, being able, being able to pass on what you're not like, what you're actually not going to get use out of anymore. Getting rid of that. Like, it doesn't need to collect dust. Mm -hmm. And like, why even try to like resell it? Like, nobody wants that plastic dollhouse. It's indestructible, but nobody wants it. Well, the 32 inch pants that I have, I'm never. Oh, right. No, that's that's like the old tried and true. Like, I'll lose weight for it. And I was like, no, No, buy what you can wear now. Wine is too delicious for that to happen. Well, actually, our uh, intern right here, Owen, uh, recently came over and I said, I need help 
to go through my stuff mm-hmm. to minimize mm-hmm. and help others. I want to donate a lot of my clothes, and I'm just going to show you stuff and just like, you know, just when you give it the veto, I'm going to get rid of it. That's it. You know, I gave um, my daughter, I said, do you want to get any of this stuff? No. And I said, well, that's good because you have enough. And I'm, So you helped me get rid of, like, how many containers did we get rid of? Yeah, big boxes, big. And I'm going to keep doing that because, you know, it's just sitting there and I, I say, oh, I'm going to wear that. Your clothes are nice, though. I would sell those. That's just burning money. <laughs> uh, she could take them to the consignment stores, yeah. like little, like what, Sister's Closet. So, but even then, they're kind of bougie at those places. Mm-hmm. It could be outdated, no, off-seasonal. I feel seasonal. good about giving back. Yeah. I give, I, right, you I take her to nourish and you got some, right now, somebody a goes, Burberry jacket. Like, wow. That's right. <laughs> but you go to, some, like, nourish and you donate something like that. And then there's somebody yes. out there looking for a job who's never had a nice and jacket. And interviews, yeah. And has to go on an interview. All of a sudden has a beautiful piece that they would have yes. never been able to find or afford. That's what I like about the local, especially what the, the organizations that you're talking about. Yeah. That's what I've liked to support. For. Really cool <laughs> is another way that she's sustainable, Mikey, is is she's doing a lot of cooking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you think about it, if you, like, are sending an Uber Eats. You're I've never a- done it. So you've never done Amazon? I've never done DoorDash I've or never Uber done Eats. either. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm just throwing it out I'm there. I'm actually too paranoid that like Look. they're gonna taint my food. Oh, I. The only reason why I don't do it. <laughs> okay, I, I had that happen to me one time, so you actually do have a reasonable fear. I <laughs> was at a friend's house and they ordered pizza. Mm-hmm. Owen knows the story, and they ordered pizza, and I'm a hundred and we were all 110 percent sure that the Uber driver opened up the box. And picked out like some pepperonis that were missing. You could see the missing chunks <laughs> of like, like the little dirty fingers. Just like, yes. Wait, wait. wait. Yes, so the pizza did. box was not stapled or stuck shut. No. So that's a hundred percent on the pizza place. Every place when they send out a pizza for delivery, they oh shut. no, it was all like closed up and whatever, but it had been opened. And I, I said red flag, but this person's like very like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, like, oh, don't worry about it. Opens it up. Literally pieces of sausage missing. There was no sausage or pepperoni on it. And there are all these missing spots. And I said. That Uber driver's sausage was on it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, they take a slice out and then they reshape the circle. That's right. Like, that's 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 isn't this supposed to have eight slices instead of seven? <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> anyway, I don't do the Uber Eats. Okay, good. Me I neither. don't do any of that stuff. If you think about it, you've got this driver that's coming there. Just cook something. Well, they're also taking away from that um, shop. They're taking away from mm-hmm. wherever you bought it from. They get a percentage of that pie. Everybody See, wants, when everybody AI, wants something from the, the cookie AI jar. I won't eat your pizza. <laughs> 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 but can Sorry, they Chet. get it there hot and ready? That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> it needs to be hot and ready, though. I'll allow it. I'll allow it because it was funny. The only reason. <laughs> yeah. Martin. What are you thankful for? Because we just had Thanksgiving. We just had Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for everything. Life is good. I End of it. story. So everything. Everything. Okay. Chet, your wouldn't turn. Wouldn't change a thing. Um, I would what have to say for? I am thankful for having a uh, fully functioning body. And I'll, you know, take full appreciation of that by working out every day. I think not enough people appreciate no their off. health. And, um, you know, if you have the ability to, you should be working out every day. So, so is it legs right. or arms day today? Yeah. I hit I hit the full body every day. I love it. All right, Mikey, no. what's your what are your favorites? Um, your I'm thankful for my family's health, my our health, mm-hmm. just you know where we're at in life. 
and everything. Just I can't be more grateful for that, you know? All right, Kinga. Last but not, but certainly not least, what are you grateful Thank for? Thank you. I am grateful for love, mm-hmm. life, health, wealth, and everyday making a difference. Beautiful. I thought you were doing the YMCA. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that did kind of have a YMCA flair on it. <laughs> All right, we are out of here in the green room. Green, deep, chetty. Yes is more fun. We're out of here. That was fun. Saving the planet. One One show show at a time. time. Bye-bye.